This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. On Chicago's southeast side, near Stony Island, you'll find a picturesque building standing in the 270-acre Big Marsh Park. Although the Ford Calumet Environmental Center is a reimagining of the area's forgotten post-industrial sites, the building looks like it's been a part of the landscape for a long time. So here to tell us more is our architecture sleuth, Dennis Rodkin. He joins us now for the latest in our series, What's That Building? Hey, Dennis. Hi, Sasha. How are you? Doing well. I miss you, Dennis. You're not here. I know. I wish I could be there. Was it something I said? No. <laughs> no, I've got <laughs> to get the point. Um, set the scene <laughs> for us here in, <laughs> on the southeast side. What does the center look like? Well, you know, it's it's a long, low, core 10 steel box. A lot of people know core 10 steel from downtown high-rises. It's brown and oxidizes to an orange, and then resting above it, uh, going in the opposite directions are these wood tubes, giant uh, square wood tubes that rest across it. So what it looks like is something that might have been abandoned on that site when industry was leaving a lot of the other parcels on the southeast side. There are other uh, remnants that suggest this building when you're wandering around through the, the old rem- relics of industry on the southeast side. Interesting. Uh, you say that in, in many Chicago parks, there there are buildings that make a statement about its surroundings, right? So what statement would you say is the Calumet Environmental Center making about Big Marsh Park? Well, I think it's interesting to, if you think back over some of the grandeur in the park buildings that said, we're a big bustling city, we're becoming a world capital, that sort of thing. This is something else. This one says, we're healing the land. We This used to be an industrial site. Uh, Big Marsh itself was where industrial slag was left, was piled. Uh, this used to be an industrial site, and what we're doing now is we're fixing that. We're greening that. We're bringing back nature. Or what the architect of the building, Joe, or one of the architects of the building, Joe Valerio, said to me is, the past is meeting the future. That old industrial past is meeting this greener, more sustainable future. Yeah. You know, the, the center opened last summer. It was a, a $7.8 million project. I mean, just looking at photos of it, Dennis, I mean, it, it definitely begs the question, like, who who designed this, right? So tell us more about him and, and his vision. Well, it's, it's sort of interesting because an earlier version, many people know that an earlier version was designed specifically to appeal to people coming to watch the migrating birds that pass through the Lake Calumet area, really through our whole region, on flyways. And that was designed by another architect and would really have looked like a giant bird nest, like sort of bramble that you, the humans, would walk inside. Uh, and then the vision changed to because there are more users of places like Big Marsh than were expected. Mm-hmm. Uh, Big Marsh became a bike park, and there are bike trails and, and pump trails and things all through Big Marsh. Uh, and there also was this question of how do we sort of enshrine this story that goes forward um, from industrial waste to the greening of the area. And then there are a lot of people to talk about who've been a part of that story. So the vision of the building changed to something that was more of a community center, um, had less of that bird reference and more of the reference to the change to, to the industrial past of the area. Oh, I see. So those windows were designed so that they're, they're not harmful to, to the migrating birds? You know, this is fascinating. I didn't know this until I talked to Joe Valerio, the, the architect, and Stephen Bell, the director of the building. 
It's hard to tell, but fortunately in the photos that we've put online by Vashon Jordan, he got a great shot that really shows it. Those big wood tubes, Mm -hmm. um, you have to look way inside them, and unless you're about 12 feet tall, that's difficult to do. But there are glass panes in there. So again, birds come through Big Marsh, Lake Calumet, all of our natural areas, and uh, if they saw windows, they'd see something transparent, and they would think they could just keep flying, and that's why big buildings are known for killing birds, is that birds hit them thinking there's nothing there. Right. So at Big Marsh, what they've done, those big wood tubes serve some sort of symbolic functions and that sort of thing, but they're also very practical. The glass is set so far inside those tubes that the glass is completely shadowed so that birds don't see something transparent and don't try to fly through it. So it's a way to to keep from killing migrating birds. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. That is is genius. Um, Talk more about the ways that the land at Big Marsh Park has just transformed over the years. You know, it's interesting, Sasha, you know, of course, because we talk about it all the time. I ride my bike a lot. Yes. And I take my bike down to Big Marsh and I ride through Dead Stick Pond and Hegwish Marsh and Wolf Lake. And Big Marsh, as of about five years ago, started being redeveloped as a park. And it's really been fascinating to see the change because, so what, so once again, this was a place where industrial slag was piled. I wasn't riding my bike there then. You weren't allowed in. Okay. But as soon as it started, be, it started being uh, redesigned as a park, you started seeing uh, all the old junk trees were taken, and it's got a much more natural tree cover. Um, they have just this year, they're finishing um, a path that goes all the way around the water that's in Big Marsh. So it's sort of a, a nice big bike trail you can wander through. Um, it's been amazing to see this change. And the change is not only happening at Big Marsh, it's happening at some of those other places I mentioned, Dead Stick Pond and, and Hegwish Marsh, and immediately north of Big Marsh, there's Railroad Marsh. There's this, I think the last time you and I were on the air together, I, I referred to it as sort of a quilt. Um, there are industrial sites, and there are green sites, and they're mm-hmm. all sort of patchwork or chess, checkerboard around the southeast, around this part of the southeast side. And what you're seeing is the park district primarily re-greening all of those with, as I said, taking out the junk trees. A couple of weeks ago, there were volunteers pulling out um, old uh, uh, discarded tires and things out of mm-hmm. the water. And so gradually you're seeing it come back to feeling like a natural area. This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and we are talking about the Ford Calumet Environmental Center for our series, What's That Building? Our trusty guide is Dennis Rodkin of Crane's Chicago Business. Dennis, so far we've talked about the exterior of the center and how it sort of fits into its surroundings in the park, but take us inside the building. You know, one of the surprises is because, again, because outside you don't see many windows. Uh, the, The windows that you do see not in those tubes, but down at ground level, are all sort of shadowed, same way, so birds don't go in. So you might think when you go in that you're going to walk into sort of a cave, that it's all sort of closed off, but it's actually very daylit. It's all very subtle, the way they've mixed uh, protecting birds and bringing in natural light into the interior for humans. And you go in, there are community rooms, there are uh, restrooms, which is good because there's really nowhere else around um, this park. But the thing I love is the exhibitry, which was also designed by Valerio DeWalt Train, the, the architecture firm. Mm-hmm. They designed the exhibitry. So there are so many stories to be told there because 
this was an incredible natural array before this area became settled by Europeans. Wow. Um, then it goes to this giant industrial buildup. And then there are these people who sort of help steer it. Uh, and, and there also is this bike element down there. So you've got, you've got to talk about some of the people who've been involved in that. But I think you can really see the story of Big Marsh through three people who are um, enshrined in this exhibitry. The first would be James Bowen, who in the 1860s was the head of the Calumet and Chicago Dock and Canal Company, which basically uh, was the company that said down there in that Lake Calumet area, let's just like wipe out the nature, do a lot of dredging, create this giant harbor, turn it into a center for industry. So that's sort of the beginning of the turn from the natural area that it had been. Then in the 80s, uh, uh, an environmental study professor from UIC, Jim Landing, is in there and other areas. He's a birder, and he's writing about how all these little niche spaces between the industrial areas should be saved, that there are these little bits of nature that have somehow just not fallen into somebody else's industrial plant uh, or come under somebody else's industrial plant, and how can these be saved? And then the next would be Marion Burns. Um, she was an environmentalist. She lived just a little bit north of Big Marsh. And when the CTA wanted to build a giant bus barn on a, um, on a prairie outside her Jeffrey Manor neighborhood, she fought to have it preserved as natural land. It's not a piece of Big Marsh. It's now actually named for her, but wow. it's, it's part of this quilt, this checkerboard I was talking about. Yeah. So you see... You know, let's dredge, let's build, let's go industry. And all of and, these stories are in that exhibit hall in, yes, inside the building. and all of them sort of lead you through. That's awesome. I know that you've got a quick update for us before you go, Dennis. Uh, last summer, you, you actually wrote about a group trying to save Kloss Restaurant from demolition. What's the latest? Uh, they were not successful. Oh, Unfortunately, no. this is a great old Eastern European village built uh, as a restaurant, Really wonderful murals, and, and of course we have the story up from last July. This week it's being demolished. Oh, that's not the ending I was looking forward to, Dennis. I don't, um, I don't think so. None of us were. We all sort of hoped that it, it would be saved and reused, but it, that's not going to happen. Well, give us a, a little tease here. What what buildings are you looking into next? What can we expect? You know what we have coming up is an underground railroad site in the western suburbs. Another, we did one a couple of years ago. Now we're going to do another underground railroad site that also has sort of this fascinating artistic family that lived there. Oh, wow. Well, I look forward to it. That is Crane's Chicago business residential real estate reporter, Dennis Rodkin. Thank you, Dennis. Thanks, Sasha. Now, you can read Dennis's story about the Ford Calumet Environmental Center at WBEZ.org. And if you have a building that you would like him to investigate, remember that you can always leave us a voicemail with details at 888-915-9945. Again, that's 888-915-9945.